Hello, this is Dorothy. In addition to the weekly format of this podcast in which I offer practical and spiritual wisdom that I lovingly share with you each Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I am so excited to offer a second format of amazing content. It's called Ask Dorothy. These episodes reveal the inner workings of what really happens inside a session of therapy and life coaching with me. Here I dive into the richness of content that each client brings to our sessions and how we best navigate what insights, teachings, solutions, and of course, healing and wholeness abounds. I know that listening will offer you much wisdom and guidance in the ways that bring to life what you need and also how to implement the best practices and teachings that I share to honor all of what you seek and all of what you are becoming. In each of the Ask Dorothy episodes, you will also hear my candid observations and commentary and the process for how we arrive in a place of harmony, relief, clarity, understanding, and the true change that happens in each and every session because of a client's willingness to grow, to evolve, to move beyond their comfort zone and into the revelation of what they already know, what they learn to be capable of, and what they desire most for their life. My job is always to support a client's progress and to provide the right tools and best therapeutic practices to ensure that each client will reach their goals, including to be all that they wish to become. I hope you'll enjoy the Ask Dorothy series as an opportunity to have the knowledge and insight of what we can do together. If you have a question that needs my love and helpful guidance, please write to me. All right, so let's jump into this episode and ask Dorothy. A recent session with my client Haley illuminated what we have all experienced and what surfaced during our time together was the simplicity of what you can do to help yourself in situations where you feel an unwanted and uncomfortable emotion. In Haley's case, she identified it as agitation, irritation, and a growing feeling of anger. I dove right into the question, what's beneath the anger? Haley laughed and replied, good question. Sometimes we just need to stop for a moment and do a deep dive into ourself. Our focus can be on getting through something or pushing past an emotion, and we may not realize how important it is to stop and acknowledge our feelings. Haley knew immediately why she was feeling unnerved and, in her words, unraveled. It was earlier that Friday afternoon, Haley decided that rather than eat lunch in the quiet space of her backyard patio in silence, she would invite her grade two class to stay on their video call and eat lunch together. She thought that it would be fun, 
I thought that it was an amazing idea to share a Friday Zoom lunch with her grade two class, especially knowing that they adored her and would have found this to be a privilege, having lunch with each other and their teacher. Haley recounted how as much as her students enjoyed the social experience of talking and eating together, even on Zoom, that there were now 28 voices talking all at once in her ears, together with a lot of impromptu show and tell that required her vivid attention. Haley described to me how she had nothing left in the tank by the time lunch was over, and how she realized that her customary quiet reprieve in silence in the middle of each teaching day was well needed. The growing irritation Haley felt, even though she reminded herself that this was a fun activity and a way for her class to socialize, is an example of what we have all done continue to give ceaselessly and to be on without giving or giving enough to fill and nourish ourself. Haley immediately knew the answer to my question, what's beneath the anger, and why she felt irritated. But it was in giving herself a voice to speak to how she was feeling to acknowledge rather than ignore or suppress her emotions that allowed Haley to do something with this information, to help herself feel better. Together we also worked to reframe her original thoughts, to remind herself that her idea for the class to have a shared lunch with each other on this Friday was still a good idea. And it was also important to remember that Haley, when she did this again, would also need to find a way to rejuvenate and recenter, whether earlier in the day during her prep time, later after school was finished and before she jumped into the rest of her day, or as I learned later that she did with her class during a future lunch together, a 10-minute quiet meditation after eating in which they were all encouraged to sit or lie with their eyes closed and breathe and imagine what would be an amazing adventure. We can be more susceptible to agitation when we are off-center, when we have not given to ourselves more deliberately and completely, and if our resources have become depleted. Yes, of course, there are other reasons why any of us may feel anger. Most times it is in some way connected to not being treated well, kindly, or fair. Anger is an emotion that tells us when something may be wrong. For example, we may feel angry when something is beyond our control or feels unfair, when we cannot reach a goal, or when someone is hurt or threatened. We can also feel angry when we are under too much stress and without the right coping strategies. In the example with Haley, the perception you hold can determine if something is a good idea or not. You can allow yourself to have a new experience without needing to make a judgment about it. Every experience also has within it teachable moments that we can utilize to improve upon for the next time. It was a different perspective for Haley to hold that maybe she could for those 20 minutes of high-intensity grade 2 banter just jump in with both feet 
to take in the experience as she did wholeheartedly and without analyzing it later. Yes, her quiet, undisturbed, tranquil lunch break was different today, but maybe this idea allowed her to learn new things about her students. Maybe she was entertained in a playful way, and maybe it was a gentle reminder of how we all need an outpouring for human interaction and social connection. This is what I call a new approach and a mindset that helps you keep your emotions lighthearted as you make the best of what already is. Lightheartedness comes with finding patience in the situation and with yourself, and also asking for what you need. Remember, you first need to name something for you to then make a decision as to what you will do with that. If you attempt to deny or ignore your feelings, they don't necessarily disappear. You can move yourself into a new feeling by what new thoughts you choose to hold, or in distracting yourself with a different focus— but the agitation and frustration can still exist just beneath the surface. For in the moment that you return your thoughts to that situation, you will feel a return of what annoyed or angered you. It's best to change your approach and your way of thinking so that you no longer hold the original thoughts that once caused you to feel annoyed, irritated, or angry. It's also important to know how you can take care of yourself and what you need in all moments in order to feel better and to feel at your best. Haley laughed. Therapy isn't hard when you have the right questions to ask and as you are willing to always be completely honest with your answers. Haley knew why she felt unraveled, she likely also knew my next question. I asked, what do you need to do now? Her answers were clear and concise. I need to make more time for myself, away from the computer, away from work, and for what will nourish me. Well spoken, I said. I share Haley's story because in reflecting upon our session, I realized how natural it is for so many of us over the past 15 months and since the word pandemic first landed, that we have all been learning to navigate different ground and the new experiences that in some ways we are still figuring out, even as the world looks forward and to hope and what will be a better new normal. Like so many people who have felt the stress of life uprooted, and for many who continue to feel this, Haley had gained 30 pounds. She had dropped much of her already limited workout routines until recently when her best friend made her commit to two weekly online workouts. Like so many other professionals, Teachers and educators have had to adapt to an online model of work, and in many cases, a return to the classroom with specific protocols, only to then be ordered back home as another wave of the virus and its variants hit. Teachers, as many other professions, have felt more burnt out than ever. 
I'm going to dedicate next week's Tuesday episode of Ask Dorothy to the topic of burnout specifically. So please be sure to join me, especially if you are someone who has been weathering the symptoms of stress, greater agitation, annoyance and anger, and perhaps burnout. Haley's message of examining the root cause of her feelings helped her to have the answers needed to alleviate those feelings in place of something better. In this case, it was readjusting her perspective so that she could feel good, that she would be reminded to continue to take the steps to help herself, to do what self-care was needed so that she could function at her best. Because, of course, 28 students were relying on her for what they would learn each day. Thank you so much for joining me, and I hope that you will share out this episode to those you know who are suffering stress and other difficult emotions during this time. And of course, I would love for you to subscribe to the podcast. And finally, I would love for you to drop a review and send me your love. Thank you so much for listening. Sending you great love. This is Dorothy. Namaste. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode of the Wisdom Podcast. To hear more, please check out the other episodes right here. And I'd love for you to subscribe and share your feedback on this or any episode with me. And then join me at DorothyRatusny.com where you'll find the wisdom block, the inspiration for this podcast, the latest online courses that I teach, my YouTube videos, and the wisdom archives, which are an extensive library of guided meditations, mindfulness musings, spiritual teachings, and best therapeutic practices for your whole being and to nourish and heal your life plus many other special offerings of love. Please also visit me on social media and say hello. Allow yourself to go within, to access your inner wisdom, and to live this. Awaken your authentic power, live your truth, and be love. Thank you. This is Dorothy.